Dave! Oh, yeah, well, sorry. Sorry, a bit tired. Oh, have you just tired. woken up from an incredibly good night's sleep on a natural mat mattress? Uh, I haven't. I've been doing this blinking podcast with you, but that's exactly the sort of thing I should like to have just been woken up off of, because natural mat oh, are an organic mattress and bed brand based in Devon. It's been going for over 20 years now with sustainability at the heart of the business and they've done things like won the Queen's Award for Sustainable Development a couple of years ago. Oh, Superb. How about that? Superb, yeah. Uh, so they say the majority of the raw materials they use come from natural, renewable sources and they use organic, certified organic lamb's wool which is sourced directly from farmers in the southwest of the UK. So how about that in your mattress? One of the things they're doing is a mattress for life initiative. You will like this, Ol. It is a circular mattress service. Hang on, that's what Peter Stringfellow... No, silly, not circular in that way. It's like you buy a mattress from Natural Mat, and when you're done with it, when it's reached the end of its springiness, I'm sure we all know what that means, (laughs) um, you can get them to take it away, and if they can repair it, they'll repair it. If not, they'll give you a new one and recycle the old one. So that's pretty cool. Now, if you want to buy one of these lovely Natural Mat mattresses, or indeed beds, toppers or bedding, uh, you can get 15% off by virtue of being a Babbel listener. Go to naturalmat.co.uk and enter the code BABBLE15 at checkout, B-A-B-B-L-E-1-5, and you'll get your 15% off. This also applies in-store, uh, and you can go to their showrooms either in Topsham in Devon uh, or in Chiswick in West London, and you get the same 15% off. to Sustainable 243. Welcome yourself all to Sustainable 243, my magnificently warm-looking chum. How the devil are you in your jumper and your well-insulated babble shed? There is no lagging needed here, Dave. I am toasty warm. I am hugely heat inefficient. No, efficient. Uh, But more importantly, I'm here. Uh, And that's more than can be said for me most of the time. We are Sustainable. We are your friendly little weekly environment podcast, ain't we all? Yes. All about people and the planet and why, despite events, in fact, maybe even because of events, there may be some reasons to be a little bit cautiously cheerful despite aforementioned events. And what are we going to be cautiously cheerful about this week, Ol? Well, Dave, imagine for a moment that uh, you were a little bit worried about your French friend and their milk consumption or some of the kind of issues they were grappling with the milk and you you wanted to talk about it you want to talk about the outs and the ins your lays hun what? that's it is it? you had half an hour to come up with that before I turned up and that's that's it it insulation in the outs and the ins your lay we are going to be talking this week about insulation now it's a hard one to do a pun on it's four syllables i know i know well well done you did brilliantly yes now look don't turn off if you haven't already we know this runs the risk of not being the sexiest episode we've ever done but it's about bloody time we talked about bloody well getting things bloody lagged (laughs) what is Uh, the sexiest episode we've ever done dave uh, don't know. Oh, it, maybe it's the question and answer episode that we did back in episode 170-something, which we're going to do again. The next episode of Babel is a question and answer special. So email us your questions, please, in the next few days for anything you would like Dave and Old to talk about, anything at all. That was quite a sexy episode, I think. Um, no, insulation, not so sexy. But there are increasing calls to get on with it because of things that are happening. And we thought, we haven't talked about that. It's on the the next in the line of unsexy, important things. We should probably try and sex up a bit. <laughs> yes, we are. We're going to sex up this dossier. It's going to be a very dodgy dossier, but we're going to try and get into it a little bit uh, and see why we don't have as much as we do as we should. Whether we're going to actually get more, who's going to pay for it, who should pay for it, um, and we're going to talk about poo, Dave. That's the other thing we're going to talk about. 
it wouldn't be a babble without poo. Just the usual disclaimer, we do work for environmental charities, don't we all? Yes. But if anything that we say makes you want to fill in our cavities, don't take it up with oh. me and all. But with no, do take it up with me and all, but not with anyone for whom we work. Yes, very much so. Okay, on with it. No, we are a oh. listener-funded podcast. So, if you want to help out the running costs of this always free-to-air podcast, you can do so. You can join those who do at wobbly 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 slash sustainable. Thank you so much to everyone who does, and to you because you're just about to. Thank you. On with it. On with it. On with it. No shit, Sherlock. Right, now this is a section, or at least a section header, that we haven't had for a while, and it seems fairly apt. The no shit Sherlock section is when things that are blooming obvious... You would think. You would think are being proposed as if they were some grand idea. Now, what is being proposed is... Not everywhere, admittedly, but in places, in media places, in politician places, is that because of this here mahoosive energy crisis, which we will remind you started before the old war started, but is Ooh, in many ways being well, exacerbated def- by the war. Definitional question, but yes, all right then. When did the war start? Oh, that's the question. That is the question, old Bean. It, yes. No, li- no, we're not going to do this. <laughs> we're not going to do this. Uh, an, but... an expert on many things we are not, and an expert on something we are definitely not, is wars. No. Um, S- yes. yes. He's making it up as he goes and not. No, I'm not. Right, so, yes, babble. I want to babble. I want to babble because that is a thing I can do. And here is, here is, old babble. And we want to talk about this... Crisis, a massive crisis. We've got energy prices going up because of there not being uh, cheap gas, there being expensive gas. Um, and that is being exacerbated by that there war in Ukraine. Mm. And so it's become the kind of big topic for good reason. You know, we're talking, we're looking at now potentially £4,000 being an average bill come. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. So an annual bill might, there are some predictions, it might be as high as £4,000 come October this year. Um, so it's essentially, there is this kind of small-ish window in northern hemisphere countries where we've got the spring and summer coming, therefore won't be using as much gas for heating. So like that is the time to sort out how we're going to need less of it in our homes come October because it's going to be so expensive. And one of the ways we might need less of it is if our homes leak less. Insulation, Dave. That is what we want. Yeah, I'd like to say at this point it's been very difficult to find some music for insulation, so that's why that happened. But if you can think of any better music to use, um, do text me during the course of this episode and I'll put it in. I got your pistol right here. Now, then, insulation. What is it? What are we talking about here? Are we talking about energy efficiency? Shut oh, up. Stop it. Stop it. Are we this talking... is the sort of stuff I genuinely like. You know that, don't you? I know you do. Well, I mean, keen listeners to the Babble over the last year will have heard audio updates on the story of Ol's shed, which was when you acquired it, a shed. leaky shed where you may as well have been setting fire to five pound notes to keep warm and is now slightly less leaky. Right. Yeah. And what, what, do you, um, and what exactly have you done to it? Do you really want to know? Is this a genuine... No, I mean, you're going to edit well, this Well, no, out, I mean, look, let's face it. No, no, look, look, let's face it. This is an episode about insulation. The odds on me getting through this without you being tedious about insulation are low. That's slim. So do you want to just get it done? Listener, skip forward a couple of minutes if this sort of thing annoys you. Although, really, probably go and pick another episode of this sort of thing annoys you, because this is Ol's wheelhouse. <laughs> look! Because what? I'm a conscientious parent and didn't want to wake up my children by screaming at Dave of an evening, and because I'm a conscientious neighbour and didn't want all my new neighbours to think I'm as weird as I actually am by, like, screaming in my house every Thursday evening, I thought, I'd better babble in the shed at the end of the garden. And if I'm going to babble in the shed, I need to be not freezing my knackers off, especially because you won't allow me to use a fan when we're recording because you're obsessed with the slim possibility that someone is listening to 
to babble on very, very high definition right. headphones right. and might be on. able to hear. Put it on uh, now. Put it <laughs> no, on. Because I've got no, because I'm in an insulated shed, which isn't that cold and it's mild outside and I don't need the fan. So I'm not going to put it on now. God, this is all I can do to get you to point a microphone the right way around. Go back and listen to the episode about dams that we had to record again, because I'll have the microphone up backwards. No, I didn't have it plugged in, if you remember. Oh, right, the, that one. Yes, <laughs> so don't, you, don't you have a go at me, found that audio the, quality son. <laughs> I found the other end of the USB cable dangling close to, but crucially not in, the laptop. Um, <laughs> what? Get on with yes. it. And, what have you done to your babble shed? Look, so I decided that I would put rock wool which is a type of insulation which is not only good for keeping heat uh, in the shed. Uh, I didn't know rock could do that. Yeah, it's a min- it's genuinely it's a mineral. It's like um, oh. yeah, some weird weird ass material made out of like mineral something. Um, and but it's also very good for for sound insulation apparently as well. So people can't hear my shouting quite as much. Yes, yes. Oh, oh done that. Oh. Is it is it is it a sound insulation material? It's it's hugely yes. sound. Yeah. Yes. Yes, very sad. Yes, yes. Uh, so I've done that and then I covered it up with um, some sort of plasterboardies type stuff. Uh, yeah, and I've done similar stuff in the ceiling. So there you go. It's right. now nice and squishy and warm. Good, good, good. What? Yes, good. Splendid. And that's the thing about insulation is it is monumentally tedious and nobody ever really talks about it, do they? I do. Do they? Yes, you do. That's the thing. But you're you and you are not everybody. More's the pity. Which I think, well, no, I think on balance we should be grateful for that. So things I'm interested in is why is it that this is? Do you know what? I, I'm going to hit me with the klaxon. I'm ready for it. Bring the klaxon when I say this is a Cinderella policy. Oh, I mean, I don't even know what that means. I, I, Cinderella it policy sounds like jargon, but I don't even know what it means. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely jargon. It's, it's oh, one Cinderella, of the like always, the uh, never invited to the party to the ball type thing. Like, yeah. yeah. See, also, what else do we think of Cinderella policies? Cycle lanes—they have been, and certainly till recently, you don't get ministers opening a cycle lane, do you? You don't get ministers standing outside home base with a roller lagging and a pleased expression on their face. You get them opening wind farms and gas power stations and big things big sturdy things things that, that require can... a hard hat and a and a power yes. pose with some that's right you don't get ministers opening rolls of insulation why well for the same reason that we've taken 243 episodes to talk about it it's not very interesting you can't point at it and say i did that um because what you're actually pointing at is a normal home that happens to have insulation hidden inside it um Look, look, it is... Yes, I get what you mean by Cinderella policy. It's one of those things which greeny campaigns like us for years and years and years and years, including that there Martin Williams who we had on one of our very first episodes. Eight. Number eight, there you go. Years he's been banging on about this. And it makes perfect sense. It is good, sound logic. Like, saves carbon emissions, saves on people's fuel bills, Creates lots of jobs because you need lots of people to put insulation in all over the place. There are loads of buildings that need insulating. Oh, did you know that the best, the cheapest power station is the one you don't need to build? Exactly, though. Very well put. Yeah. Yes, yes, uh, yes. You know, classic kind of makes excellent sense on a spreadsheet, but just yes. has absolutely no appeal to any politician because I don't know. Well, because I suppose. It's a bit complicated. It's uh. it's not as simple as we always make it out to be. I mean, I think if you were really committed to it, it would happen, right? If you said, right, there's going to be like kind of massive national effort to make this happen, you would find a way. But yeah, you know, every in this country, as in lots of uh, particularly European countries, properties come in all shapes and sizes. Some are built at different times, different methods, like different problems to overcome. Like it, it's not. It's not the same as just saying to everybody, here you go, have this type of, I don't know, kettle and everything will be fine again. It's a bit more complicated than that. But mainly yeah, lack I- of political will, because as you say, you can't point at it and see, see that? I built that. There's a plaque on the side of that. That's my legacy. Yes, but it's boring. Right. Um... Would you like an insulation quiz, Dave? Would I ever wrap me in foam and put me in the loft, doll? <laughs> 
That's where I keep you all the time anyway. <laughs> right, this is a different type of insulation quiz. This is not. Name the policy that um, the Liberal Democrat Conservative Coalition... It's not that, OK? Oh, the, Gre- the Green Deal, anyway, is the answer to that. And we'll come to that later. OK, fine. <laughs> Chris Hume was going to be my ultimate answer. But there we go. Uh, no, it's not that. It's, it's a historical insulation quiz. And it starts now. It's not very historical, then, is it? History. We, may, we are making history. This is that literally is history. This is true. Um, right. that to think that things you are saying have already happened. And there's something you haven't said yet that by the time you've said it will be history. You're so deep wow. now. Is that how you like got your girlfriends? Did you have any girlfriends at university? No. Right. Me neither. <laughs> um, or indeed before university. <laughs> or indeed quite some time after university. <laughs> Still. Mm, very busy learning about economics and stuff, so... That's fine. Right, look, look, shush. Time for insulation quiz. Question number one. Right. What famous buildings, Dave, are among the earliest examples of insulation? Now, a question. Hang on, hang on. This is multiple choice. So can I ask a question, though? Yep. But when you say things like that, what you mean is, like, there was a building and then someone has added stuff to it no. to keep it warm? No. Right, well, then, what is it? What, what do you mean, if not that? I mean, it was built with the intention of keeping people inside nice and cosy in winter, nice and cool in summer. Oh, right. Igloo. Uh, that's probably correct. Um, but it's not correct for the purposes of this. Also, fine. Shut up. N- multiple choice. I haven't given you okay, multiple sorry. choice. Right. Good. Sorry. Yep. A. Yep. The pyramids. B. <laughs> the shart. What? <laughs> C. The leaning tower of Pusa. What are you talking about? D. These aren't things. D. Old's pooting shed. <laughs> I told are you, you this is going to the- be a poo-based quiz. Are you implying that the answer to this is some building that was covered in poo so that it was kept warm? I'm not implying anything. You just the poo- me- It's going to be the pyramids, isn't it? It's going to be the pyramids. The pyramids. Very yes. good. Well, sort of. I've actually, I've extrapolated a bit there. But apparently there is evidence that uh, Egyptians, I don't think they were doing this in the pyramids because they were like, you know, te- the dead temples people. for dead people. You probably yeah. don't need, even they probably like, these guys can be kept chilly. That's all right. But there is evidence that... It's Egypt, isn't it? Well, no, but it gets very cold in the desert at night. That's the point. And there's evidence that Egyptian civilization were among the first to use thick stones what were made of mud to keep them cool in summer and hot in winter. Um, But, yeah, not in the pyramids or pyramids, but other places. So there you go. Hurry, Evie, hurry. You're not helping. Next question. Right. Asbestos. Dave, is an example of a very old type of insulation. When was it first used? And again, I'm going to give you some multiple choice, help you out. Right. A, the Iron Age. B, the Asbestos Age. (laughs) C, the Hideous Lung Cancer Age. D, Um, the Stone Age. Or E, the it's really drafty round here, age. See, the problem is I don't know what asbestos is, other than it is a thing that is very bad for people and they're getting it out. But I don't actually know what it is. And needing to know what it is determines my answer to that question. So I don't know. Oh, so it's, I'm gonna it's have a, a thing. What is in the ground? You mine it. It's a, it's, so it's, it's, a, it's a mineral. A naturally occurring. Yeah, I, it's very fibrous. Is it a mineral? I don't know. It's like long fibres and stuff. But... Uh, yeah, it's a probably a mineral. Well, let's call it a mineral. It's a thing you say, dig up. Right. Well, in which case, then, I'm going to say the Stone Age. Very good, Dave. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, apparently, uh, the first time anyone reckons they were using it was uh, in East Finland. I think we're pretty big in East Finland. We've got listeners in Finland, haven't we? We've got some listeners in all of Scandinavia. Oh, there you yes. go. Uh, about four and a half thousand years ago, and they reckon it was there, used there to strengthen ceramic pots, which doesn't sound exactly like insulation, but I'm sure it would have insulated the pots. Uh, whatever. Uh, anyway, the point is... Under what definition of insulation well, it was re- is strengthening a pot? It was strengthening it heat-wise, wasn't it? This is a crap quiz. <laughs> strengthening- no, it's a poo quiz. That's the point. <laughs> hey. Get on with it. 
what proportion of UK houses as of 2011? So this is an out of date stat, but there we go. Are or were estimated to still contain asbestos? Is it A, 1% Dave, B, 50% Dave, or C, 69% Dave? Can you find a more up-to-date thing than nope. uh, 11 years ago? No. Nope. No, nope. okay. 11 years ago, I reckon it was half of them. Very good. So... Don't be a lot go. less now because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of ripping out going on. Well, yeah, but don't go if if you ever move into this new flat of yours, don't yeah, go well. digging around unless you've paid someone a lot of money to tell you that there isn't asbestos there, which is what we did. Uh, but yeah, not you don't want to disturb that stuff, Dave. So don't do it. Uh, but on the other hand, apparently people are looking into asbestos as very useful for carbon sequest- sequestration. Easy for you to say. Sequestration. 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 Which means what? Bunging it in a hole in the ground? Yeah. No. Soaking up carbon. Soaking up carbon, yeah. So despite, you know, apparently having bad things happen to your health. (laughs) Apparently. apparently. If you believe the MSM. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, wake up, sheeple. Uh, (laughs) Don't worry about it because it's going to suck up carbon. Back to some history for you, Dave. What did the Romans ever do for us, etc., use to insulate their pipes? Uh, what they also happen to have invented, Dave. Was it A, poo, B, other Romans, C, people who criticised the Romans, D, asbestos, or E, cork? Well, we've established that Stone Age was before the Roman Age, wasn't it? Correct. Like, so we've established that asbestos was a thing. So it could be that. Uh, Cork is a city in Ireland, and I think they would have really struggled to cover their pipes in that. So I don't think it's that. So I'm going to say poo. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Oh, the answer is, in cork, fact, Cork. It? Yes. Oh, the city good. of Ireland was spread very thinly around all of their new central heating pipes in the Roman yeah. Empire. I can imagine that working rather well. They're clever, them Romans. Yeah, they were. They were clever, Dave. They're, and finally, uh, on to some more history. Vikings, Dave. Yes. And many other Nordic races in places where it was chilly uh, like to put what in the gaps between their logs in their log homes? Was it... A, Danes, B, Christians, C, poo, or D, mud chinking. <laughs> the hell is mud chinking? Sounds like a wrestler. Um, poo. I'm sorry, Dave. Oh. That's the Although it it possibly could be right. Yeah, mud chinking. Yeah, actually, hang on. How do you know? If I I reckon someone somewhere shat on their house. I think that's very likely. I think it's very likely because mud chinking. Yes. So basically, if you've got a log house, you don't. Yes. It's, it's not really possible to have you know all the logs flush with one another. You also don't really want that because you know they expand and contract. Uh, so you put stuff in between, which is called chinking. And uh, most of the time, it was like mud because mud's around, and anything else kind of fibrous that you could find, and often like um, wood ash and stuff. So plants, grass, moss, that sort of thing. But I think I should think there is a high chance that poo was involved. So I'm going to give you half a point for that. Thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, mud's chinking. There you go. That is the end of insulation, historical insulation quiz, Dave. Well done. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Right, now then. Now then, oh, uh, firstly, can we reiterate our support for the people of Ukraine and for ordinary Russians what are caught up in all of this nonsense and our disdain for the war. Can we do that? We can that done, and should, please. And will. And just to remind you, we'll put it in the show notes again. Uh, last week's episode featured a list of organisations that you can give money to or that you can give practical support to, both in Ukraine and um, in the UK, but there will be global ones as well. So go and have a look in the show notes. We'll put more of that stuff in. Now, this is a bit tricky to navigate, but the implications of what is going on in the Ukraine are changing the conversation quite quick, all about energy in countries what are facing 
much higher energy bills. Now, most of that conversation hitherto, and by which I mean in the last few days as opposed to the last day, has been about where are we going to get our gas and oil from if we're not going to get it off Russia no more, right? Go back and listen to episode 106 when we talked about Russia, when they were doing something naughty then. And we, at that point, the question was being asked, like, how much gas are we going to get off Russia and where can we get it from? And we talked a bit about the fact that, like, not a lot of the UK's actual gas comes from Russia, but the price rises do affect us, as indeed we're seeing, right? And most of the stuff that's happening, like a very good piece by Quasi Kwarteng, what is the business secretary? It turns out, I learned, um, in the Daily Mail. Well, I definitely used to really know who all of the like important politicians were, and quite well, a lot of the unimportant ones. used to call ones. them all twats for a living, if I remember rightly. I suppose. I suppose As did that, I. Yes, I suppose that was <laughs> yeah. my job. I was just slightly alarmed. Like, often, I do know who Kwasi Kwarteng is, but like, there, there are often quite prominent MPs who turn up on telly and like, Never heard your name, never seen your no. face. <laughs> don't know, don't know Quite happily, never see it again at all. Yeah. Um, anyway, Kwasi Kwarteng wrote a piece in the Daily Mail, basically going like, I, I saw the headline, it was in the Daily Mail, and I feared the worst. And it basically said, we need to switch to our own power supplies. It's a win-win for everyone except Putin, right? And I thought it was going to be about, we need to go and get loads more oil out of the North Sea, and we need to frack, 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 and go back and listen to our episode last week with Tessa Khan when we talked about what a bad idea that would be. But mostly it wasn't that. Mostly it was like, Look at all this renewables we can have. We should be having it. It's ours. Putin can't have it. We should do more of that. Good piece, Ol. But it didn't mention insulating your homes at all and using less energy in the first place. Yeah, which is strange, isn't it? It is strange. And it seems like surely you could make the case quite simply that if you know this is an easy way to hurt old Vlad, right? Is if we as a country use a lot less energy, that means a lot less stuff is going to be bought off of Vlad, like either directly or indirectly, right? So, why not advocate the kind of using less of it stuff? Let's just talk about the weirdness of the fact that it isn't being proposed so much and 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 nor is like other things which would save a load of energy collectively like slowing down in your car and i was asking i i was asking on twitter about this like has anyone in the government or an mp or like a political commentator or anyone has anyone actually said you know what would be really get great guys is if those fake <laughs> those 37 million motorists in the uk drove a bit slower because there is precedent for this. Like in the seventies, there was, when there was a big, you know, energy crunch, three day week, blah, blah, blah. People were asked to drive slower because you use less energy. You use less fuel. And no, there is, and no one's come up with any evidence of, um, and then anyone's saying this, presumably well, I mean, they're you, scared of saying Well, it. quite. And, quite. I mean, um, if, 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 if getting your loft insulated is the policy that, that is the second most terrifying thing for a minister to suggest, then I think slowing down a bit in a car <laughs> is possibly the most. Hasn't the last 10 years all this stuff been about encouraging people to drive as fast as possible in their cars? Isn't that basically well, exactly. what's happened to roads? And as friend of the Babel James Murray said, no one has touched it, the idea of slowing down in cars, with the proverbial two barge poles strapped together. Uh, not seeing any elected official dare mention so much as turning a light off for fear of headlines about telling grannies to put a jumper on. But this is the thing, right? This is when, when like, two things are the case, as always. It is the case that energy bills are getting a lot more expensive, right? It is also the case, I remember about 10 years ago now, I stayed around my mate's house and my mate was living with someone who liked the flat very warm, very, very warm warm right and it was like april or something uh, and i lizard. stayed over a snake uh, yes it was a lizard in shoes and trousers right it was a lizard and the lizards in april had the thermostat thing temperature on full whack for 24 hours it was the middle of the night right and it was like an old flat i couldn't it didn't have like a radiated thing i could do anything with and i was dripping with sweat well, but, and, that's and, like, but this person that, that's well, bonkers I know, I know, and but, I mean, the worst thing is... You're asleep wrapped up in your duvet. Like, the duvet's doing the heating. You're heating the duvet, the duvet heats you back. You don't need to heat the rest of the flat. I know, and, and the thing is, this person would walk around in a T-shirt, right? This is the point, right? Now, I'm not saying at all, I am not saying, the babble is not saying, that everybody 
wants to just like wear seven jumpers and be done with it and no one, you know, no one's doing their best. But there are a lot of people who like it, in my opinion, too f***ing hot. Well, and it's not just your opinion, it's the medical opinion. Thank God for that. No, when we had baby baby oil one and we were like paying attention to medical opinion and stuff, obviously we stopped doing that for baby oil two, we're too busy. Um, Just leave him to get on with it. Uh, Doctors say like many houses in this country and throughout the West are too warm and people... People wrap up their babies, certainly inside, too warm. And even outside, they make them too warm. And at one point, baby or one got quite poorly and we had some paramedics have to come round. It was all fine. Don't worry about it. But they came round and they were like, oh, it's it's so unusual. And this sounds like I'm, you know, what's the word? Blowing my own trumpet. And I am. Uh, But they were like, it's very unusual to come round to a house with a young baby that isn't too hot. Like, well done for not having it too hot. And I was like, well, it's just because I'm a tight bastard, mate. It's nothing to do with, you know, the environment (laughs) or trying to keep my baby alive. Um, But yes, apparently doctors, medics are of the opinion that in general our homes are too warm. It's too darn hot. I'd like to sup with my baby tonight. And uh, it is now, so I, I mentioned that it hadn't been talked about much, but in the last couple of days as we record, there have now started to be people. Fatty Birol, I think his name is, who is the head of the International Energy Agency. Oh, yeah, which is like yeah, yeah. Big kind of uh, rich energy company sort of body. No energy producer body, big thing anyway, has basically said, turn down, quote, turn down heating by one degree centigrade to reduce the need for Russian imports. Other people are saying, like, if the UK wanted to stop, this is uh, Jan Rosenau, it's from an organisation called the Regulatory Assistance Project, if the UK wants to stop importing gas by next winter, that could be theoretically possible. The Regulatory Assistance Project. Shut up and listen. If we insulate all our homes properly. The point being, like, we we are importing a lot of stuff we don't need because either people have their houses too warm or we don't insulate our homes properly all. And that is a thing that is starting to be talked about, which is interesting, is it not? It is interesting. And I do want to reiterate the point you were making. Like, what we are not doing... We are not doing it. ...here is saying, like, as I think Oscar Wilde put it, like, telling the poor to be thrifty. Because, like, that's grotesque. That is not what we're doing. Like, people who haven't... People need to be warm. Everyone needs to be sufficiently warm. Right? Yes. But there is a whole chunk of people who are not poor, who are keeping their houses too warm. Too up. And that is silly for lots of reasons. And and, and it's just, I don't know, like politically, it seems like you that you can't go there. You can't say that. You're a bastard. You're an in-hoff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just not quite sure that's true. With my baby tonight. Hi, I'm Arabella, and you're listening to Sustainable. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Over the course of, I think, five hours, I think that was the time frame, the average German house loses about one degree of heat, and the average UK house loses about three degrees of heat. Like, right. We've got a huge problem here. We have. <laughs> like, we have. It's nuts. According... We, according to a stat, what I saw, and I can't remember who this is from, as things stand, so it'll take 75 years at current insulation rates in the UK to insulate all of our homes properly. And by properly, we only mean what the government wants, as opposed to like what you really, really could do. Uh, the Committee on Climate Change, or a body what advised the government, say that 250 billion quid, billion quid is going to need to be spent in the next 30 years big number. to insulate our homes properly. That's a big number. Um, and according to a report from the UK Parliament, 10 million owned homes, as like people that live in it, and 3 million rented homes needs to up their game by 2035 in order to keep, like cut emissions by a track. So like we're, our homes are so leaky, it's shit. Look at this. Look at this one here. Look. Come off in me hand. <laughs> I, I can confirm that Dave is now... Wall free. Uh, he's broadcasting <laughs> to the street. Now then, do you know what the problem is? In general? Yeah, in general. In general, um, well, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, okay, right, fine, yes. The uh, What I mean, the problem is why have the UK, why has the UK got, yeah, why has it got all their homes 
what is pissing money into the street through walls and ceilings while are not insulated properly. Why is it that the UK is bad at that all? Apart from the fact that our houses are built out of string in the first place. <sighs> oh, I don't know the answer to this, Dave. There's loads of different answers and there's a cynical answer, Ooh, which I know I like you don't really one. agree with, which is that because ultimately successive governments, particularly the government we've had since 2010, doesn't care. Doesn't care enough. Ah. It is not a priority. It can't be bothered. It doesn't want to spend money on this when it could spend money on other things. I, I do think that's a big part of it. And there is, you know, there is a graph, what you put in the prep doc, which I've seen doing the rounds, which is like numbers of lofts insulated and cavity walls insulated, which is a nice big couple of bars going up, up to 2012, at which point policy support for this sort of stuff, i.e. giving people money to do it, uh, completely fell off a cliff. And surprise, surprise, the numbers of people doing those types of insulation completely fell off a cliff and have stayed at the bottom of that cliff ever since. And I just, I just think there is a large part of it because the government doesn't really care. I think it's, there's, the element of truths in that is that um, I think this government thinks that it shouldn't be giving money to people to do something if those people can afford to do it themselves and it would save them money to do it, which is what certainly those insulation measures, what you mentioned there, like putting some stuff in your loft, getting the holes in your walls filled in, that's what cavity wall is. Those things, if you do them and you've got the cash to do them, and they're not phenomenally expensive in the scheme of things, they will save you money, assuming you're in that house for a bit. They will cut your energy bills by more than the cost, right? So the, so the government, uh, yes, being a government... after a while. After, after a while. A while after yeah. a while. But, like, the, you know, they are, get ready, all economically rational things to do. And as we all know, humans are entirely economically rational beings. Yes. Right? So I think a government what, A, doesn't like going around telling people what to do, particularly not in stuff that people are well sensitive about, which is like their houses and their lives, and B, has like an approach to economic policy which it doesn't, do you know, it, oh, get ready, which doesn't like dead weight loss. Oh, Sorry? Do you know what dead weight loss is? No. Dead weight loss. It was the idea of paying people to do something they would have done anyway, right? So kind of have an aversion to that. So, so they're not doing of, it anyway. Look at the graph. That's the I point. Know. They're not doing it. No one's know, doing it. I know, and that's the point, and that's why we're being ruled over by morons. But the like, that's what well, they stop think. Stop defending so, the morons, then. I'm not. I'm just saying, I'm not defending the morons. Question. Yes, Nelson. A moron says what? Not being a moron, I would know. However, medium. What? You do, I must say, right, it is, shut up and listen, right? Because it is I've true, got I've got him. <laughs> it is true that if you look at it, it is an odd thing that people are prepared to chuck money away on not insulating their loft if they've got that money to insulate it, right? If you just look, stand back yeah, and no, look at it, it's so an odd thing. So few people have got seven grand kicking around. It's not seven grand to put some lagging in your loft, Okay, but if you're going to do everything properly, like... If you know, if you're going to do the full words, let's say you've got uh, an old building with old windows, you need new uh, double glazing. You need uh, you can you can get triple glazing. Presumably, in a few years, you will be able to get 17 sheets of glass on your window, and that's all super duper. But if you're going to do the full works, loft, walls, underfloor, also important thing to do, uh, windows, like that is going to cost a bunch of cash and. Very few people have that bunch of cash kicking around. And even if they do, even fewer people think, hmm, holiday or slightly warmer home during winter. Right. Obviously, I agree with you. Oh, but the government are a bunch of morons. Historical governments, other people, and some people in government are right. You know what I mean. Anyway, I what you mean. fine. You know what I mean, right? So they did this thing. That the, the, the classic example of why this is crap is they did this thing about 10 years ago now called the Green Deal in the UK. And that was the idea that they would give you a loan, which you paid back through your energy bill, and you would get money up front and you would someone would come around and put insulation in your loft and you'd pay it back over time and you wouldn't see any impact because your energy bills would have gone down. That was the idea, right? It's quite elegant. It's an elegant uh, sounding thing. It's called the Green Deal. Put a nice GD up there so you know. 
So here we are. This nice package of works can be done to this property. It might include some external wall insulation. Well, as in, sorry, you wouldn't see any in, in, impact because the amount of energy you were needing would go down. Therefore, what you're paying for that would go down, but on, it would be then topped up by your yes. repayments. So your your actual bill would be basically yes. the same as it would have been had you not done the measures was the idea yeah, until right? you've until you paid the measures back and, yeah. at which point right yeah. cheap stuff so it's quite elegant idea and the beauty of it is if you're a government is you don't have to spend any money on it because like that is quite a nice way for private companies to lend money to people and make money the problem is no bugger did it because like as as um a council in the north called kirk lees found out it's pretty hard to give some of this stuff away so this was a separate thing, wasn't it? Even before the Green Deal. God, we're old and we've been around for a long time. Yeah, My yeah, God. Yeah. This is God. when there was a politician called Chris Hewn. This is when political scandals involved people having a speeding ticket which they'd passed on to their wife and lied about. That was the height of political scandal back in the day. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Yes, so before all of that... Uh, I think I think Kirkley's like got a windfall from the sale of Bradford Leeds Airport or something like that, wasn't it? Like the they they well, had, there was something like that. Something they like got that. a whole yeah. bunch of cash and they were run by some seriously cool dudes at the time uh, who decided that they would use some of that cash to just pay for insulation to stick in people's homes in Kirkley's in, in the area of the council, knocking on people's doors saying, "Hello." We've got some insulation, or rather, we've got some people who can do you some insulation. It will be free. Would you like it? And a lot of people said yes, but I think about 10% of people said nope. <laughs> and they were like, no, no, no. It's free. You don't have to pay anyone. This isn't a loan. You have to pay like no money from you to us. Just us putting insulation in your home. Your home is warmer. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Cozy warm. Cheaper bills. It's free. When shall we start? And they were like, nah, still no, still no. No disrespect intended, sir, but shove it up your ass. What's that all about? Well. So what is that all about? Actually, I know exactly what that's all about. Disruption is what it's all yeah, about. Okay. I mean, yeah. people, and not unreasonably, I am sure that most of those 10% of people had very good reasons to not want to have to empty out their loft. They're probably like growing cannabis in their loft. That's that's ten percent of people in Kirkley's growing cannabis in their life. That's what that <laughs> you definitely it, you heard is. It here first. Yes, either that or you know there was a load of asbestos up there. Oh, just shit, or just, just shit. Like the amount of I'm thinking about when I'm moving out of this flat. Whenever that is, the amount of shit I've got up there, I'm dreading. Going Lofts there. I'm are dreading it. a skip on top of your house, right? Yeah. Right, and no one can be bothered to empty that skip especially if they're going to have to put it all back again. <laughs> so I think genuinely the prospect of that disruption and, you know, busy lives and whatever um, meant that some people were like, no, thanks, you're, you're fine. I'll carry on with my high bills and my leaky home. Yeah. So, it, like, it shouldn't ought to be the case that people won't do this for free, but some people won't. And it shouldn't ought to be the case that if you give people a nice, elegant, bill-related you know, essentially, practically free way of doing it that they won't do it. But the point is they didn't because people are like, I'm just not doing that. I think there were some other problems with the whole Green Deal, though. What, like, Oh, boring things we don't need to go into about. How no, yeah, but it wasn't. You're call, you've back. called it elegant a number of times. and I, No, it's an elegant idea. Yes, I think idea. in practice it was distinctly inelegant. I'm an elegant idea in theory, Dave. <laughs> and then when, <laughs> when you see me, as you've discovered a number of times, in not person elegant. and in practice... Right. Inelegant. Increasingly inelegant, yes, I exactly. would say, as you work from home. <laughs> and there was some other stuff as well. So there was some there was some money the government used to give to few poor households, which is still a thing. So like poorest people can still get some money, but it's just less they're cutting it and cutting it and cutting it. And it's just not that important to them all. I think that's basically right. I think it's important in principle. Like obviously anyone with a brain could go like, well, let's just, you know, go and do help people do this, but they don't want to spend any money on it because it like it just they've got other things to spend money on. It's not sexy. They think people should do it anyway. Blah de blah de blah. The other thing I did want to say, right, before we come on to like is stuff changing, is the the other thing they've nosed up, apart from like the obvious thing of people insulating their homes, is people having jobs in insulating homes. Like they have continually um buggered up 
the home insulation industry. So all of these things, right, we could think about, just sit back, again, a Martian would go, right, hang on a minute, you've got all these crappy homes that are wasting money, well, let's sort those out. And in the process of doing it, let's get loads of jobs in insulating homes, right? Good thing, good idea, green jobs, bleep, bleep, bloop, is what the Martian would say, right? But the, the sheer number of times the government's gone, yeah, trust us, trust us, we've got a policy everyone's definitely going to do because they're economically rational and nosed it up. And if I was a home insulator, which I'm not, you are, I'm not, I'd be well knocked off about it. Right, final thing from me, Dave. Of course, it's not just people who own their own homes. Far from it. Far from it. Lots and lots of people, uh, including yourself, don't live in the place uh, that is owned by them and therefore don't have the power to do all of this stuff uh, to their own home and they need their landlords to do it. And in a thing that still makes me cross, Dave, and I know everything makes me cross these days. Everything makes you cross. In a thing that still makes me cross, there was a very good bit of work done in 2011 that said, new law, right, saying if you are a landlord, you are obliged to make your property less shit. Just like marginally less shit. That's communism. (laughs) So there is a boring scale that says, a is very warm. G is you're basically living outside. And it said, you are not going to be allowed to let your home if it is G or F, which is living outside or living inside, but with someone just punching you in the face with a packet of ice. Like, that's basically how insulated you are in F and G, right? The law said, you can't do that. And bearing in mind, this is 2011, they said... And we're going to give landlords a bit of time because we know it's tricky. We're going to give landlords time to make the adjustments because we know it'll be tricky. So that's going to happen in 2016. And all the landlords went, what? Communism. That's outrageous. 2016, that's basically next week. And so it became 2018. So they had seven years, Dave. Uh, seven years to turn uh, their leaky homes into something marginally less leaky. Did they do it? Did they f- Dave. Of course they didn't. And did the government force them to do it? Of course they didn't. And did the government fine anyone who hadn't done it? Of course they didn't. And who does this screw over the most? Tenants, obviously. So you spent your whole time living in a leaky home that you cannot do anything about and your landlord has done nothing about. And why has the landlord done nothing about, Dave? Because they don't get the benefits. If they make their home warmer, it's their tenants that are saving money, not them. If it is the case that there hasn't been enough of a like economic reason why people get their homes insulated, and if it is the case that there hasn't been enough of a policy reason why people want to get their homes insulated, is like a silver lining if there is one of what's going on that now attention might turn to getting a homes insulated properly. Do you think now that the eco- that more people are going to go? You know what? Maybe it is now time for me to get. Miloft insulated and the governments might go you know what maybe it is time for me to give some money to people to get their homes insulated do you think that yeah i think so. well i th- i think i think so mainly because of the costs that are coming like it it is just terrifying how much additional money everyone is going to have to spend on their electricity and on their heating and i reckon a lot of people if they've got the means are going to go i'm going to get some insulation in or Duma cavity walls or whatever before next winter because it's it's just scary, scary pricey. Um, On the assumption there are people that do it, of course, because the industry has been nosed, but yes. And the other thing that I reckon, I mean, I'm not going to do the economics wonkery on you. I'm not going to talk about hurdle rates, all, and I'm not Tell gonna... me what a hurdle rate is. You put it in the prep doc so many times. You really... What's a hurdle okay. rate? Thank you for listening to this episode of Sustainable Babble. We'll do the bit at the end where we say goodbye. You're entitled to turn off now. If you stay, you're going to be explained to what a hurdle rate is. Dave right. mansplains hurdle rate. <laughs> oh, it's no hurdle rate. It's fine. It's like it's it's a number that is attached to whether or not you can be asked to do a thing. And the higher a hurdle rate is, the more the less likely you are to do a thing, and the more incentive you need to do that thing. Right. So the hurdle rate. 
you really want this? And it's a yep. number that you plug into a thing, right? So the hurdle rate for getting a boiler replaced is pretty bloody high because you generally only do it when it breaks. When it breaks, yeah. You don't sit around going, hmm, yes, I'm going to replace my boiler now for no reason when it's working generally right for some things it's even higher than that right and the hurdle rate is a thing that can massively affect the amount of money that the government thinks it needs to spend in order to get people to do something but the more people can be asked to do a thing the less that hurdle rate is therefore the less the money is so if more people can be asked to do a thing because of all the stuff going on and expenses then the amount of money that wonkish treasury economists think they need to spend on a thing will go down therefore government might do it I would really like to have a party exclusively for the people who are still listening to this episode. One, because they deserve it. And two, because it would be a fascinating cross-section of our listeners. Right! That is just about it for a sexy, sexy, sexy episode sexy of Babble. Episode. What should we do next week, Dave? Should we do... Oh, we know what we're doing next week, aren't we? are doing floor heating. No, we are doing a question and answer episode with Dave and Ol. Now listen... Secondary, secondary glazing. We're going to do a sub-episode on <laughs> purely on secondary glazing next no, week. No, we're not. Shut up or I'll put your windows out, son. Now, we are going to, next episode, answer listener questions. So, if you've got a question you would like to ask Dave and Ol, we would like to receive it, please, by 6 o'clock UK time on the 14th of March. That is Monday. It can be anything. It can be about what we think about secondary sodding glazing. It can be what all looks like in reality it can be about do we love each other really or what all looks like in reality or any of that stuff and we will consider every question we can't promise to answer it we're definitely not answering some of the ones we've already been sent um, but do <laughs> no. that then we're going to be off for a couple of weeks because we're having a little bit of a break and you know, that'll happen so we'll be here next week so do that thank you very much all for subjecting me to that thank you to the wonderful Dickie Moore for the music that starts ends and intertwinkles this podcast and to the legendary Arthur Stovall for the logo what adorns us and our t-shirts and the babble and you can get our t-shirts wobbly 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 dot fish luckily for you you went on long enough there for me to just about calm down again before <laughs> I rose to that outrageous provocation subjecting you my god have you forgotten insulation quiz already yes Genuinely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email hello at sustainababble.fish. You can tweet us at the Babble Wagon, or you can just search Facebook for Sustainababble. Uh, and do, yeah, as they said, do do that in order to ask us questions. Anything you like, anything you like would be good. Please. Um, thank you. Uh, we are a free to air podcast and will always remain so. But in order for that to happen, we would love to get a bit of financial support off of you, which you can do at wobbly 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 dot patreon.com slash sustainable. And thank you as always to those people what do. And if you can or even not, if you can't do that, no, if you can't not do that, if you don't want to do that, if you want to do something else, you can drop us a review on iTunes or anywhere else that takes reviews. Give us a five-star review if you want, but definitely write something with your hands or dictation thing about how much you love the babble. That's the bit that makes the difference. Yes? Very good. Okay, that's just about it. I am off to uh, stare at the walls. Um, not anything to do with insulation, just staring at the walls. Oh, come on, all. I can see from here that there's still a bit of insulation to shove in, so I want that done by the end no, of the No, no, the insulation's week. there. I just need to put the, um, the, pl- the oh, wall who back. Cares? Yeah. Right, that's enough insulation. Bye. Bye. Bye.